Ah, good morning and welcome to What's the Buzz New York with your host, me, Nancy Lombardo. Very excited about today's guest, David Duval, former professor of piano at Juilliard. He's an author and radio host at WQXR, an Emmy Award winner, and a friend of the late piano legend Vladimir Horowitz. He's an expert on the golden age of piano. His latest book, Selected Paintings and Drawings of David Duval, is a collection of paintings, drawings, and sketches, and includes a commentary about Duval's artistic journey and the nature of art as a whole. It's very eclectic. It's got abstracts, quirky renderings, and uh, a whole bunch more. It's a very interesting art, and I'm very excited to bring him on to our show today. So uh, I'm going to open up his mic and greet him. Let's hear it for David. Good morning, David. Hello, Nancy. How are you, Nancy? I am very, very good, and thank you for being a guest on today's show. I'm very impressed. Is there nothing you can't do? <laughs> um, nothing. <laughs> I only do what I can do. I, everything else is absolutely I'm I'm stupid at. But thank oh, you for being for letting me be on your show because I've heard of you, of course, and uh, it's an honor. Oh no, it's it's great. I'm actually going to listeners. If you're listening, I do have a chat room. If you join Blog Talk Radio, you can go to the chat room and uh, mm-hmm. check in there if you have any questions. Okay, I'm opening up the chat room for you. Uh, David, I'm going to start uh, kind of a little bit backwards because uh, you, your musical talent is just incredible. The fact that you won an Emmy, I am so impressed. What was the Emmy for, by the way? Oh, the, the Emmy was for my film called The Golden Age of the Piano. Uh, was put out years ago by Phillips in, you know, several languages. And uh, it's been very gratifying because from all over the world, young people had seen it. Many, many that were living in Russia or uh, Spain or whatever, they said without that film, uh, they would never have a bit of a pianist because there was so much isolation for, for what they were doing. It's not easy for a child, you know, to overcome an environment of, great silliness and so forth, and not to mention parents telling you to practice. So anyway, when this was uh, out, I was I was amazed at the uh, amount of letters, or even to this day, yesterday, someone from St. Petersburg who lives here now says, uh, oh, without that, without that um, uh, film, I don't think I would have been a pianist. We didn't even know there was anyone but, except Gilles and Richter. Those were two of the leading pianists of the 20th century. <laughs> So I said, he, he, he said, Corteau was a revelation to me. I said, he still is a revelation to me now. Anyway, so that was wow. uh, that was gratifying. I, I I haven't seen the film a long time, but for a long time I, I would go to different uh, a university or whatever, uh, and um, I would give a, a recital, a, con, a lecture recital, and then I would play the the film for people who wanted to see it and. Uh, I've loved doing it. It was great. I, that that award, the Emmy Award, was very, just really great. Yeah. Oh, that's very, very, that's amazing. That is just amazing. But also your background, I'm working a little uh, front to back here, but um, your background as a teacher at Juilliard, um, mm-hmm. when were you teaching yeah. there by? Was that the 80s? <laughs> I taught there chance? from 19, 1983 until about... Three years ago, I think I was I was quite sick. I had a most amazingly horrible flu, and the virus in two places went into my heart, and I, I was like, they had no idea what it was. So uh, I wow. was uh, had a huge. I mean, I had to be. I went unconscious, and I had to be taken by the uh, 
the uh, people in the ambulance and uh, I was there and somehow I survived it. But uh, I, it was very, it was a very virulent strain. Oh, yeah, you never know. It's, it's, you, you just don't know. And by any chance, I'm just putting together the years, did you have a student named Billy Charlap? Now known Billy as Bill Char- Charlap? I, I don't remember that name right now. now. Uh, well, those are the years he was there. That's why I was asking my, you. <laughs> mm-hmm. yes. I had all well, the pianists. Well, Sorry. if you look back on it, maybe you'll think on it, but uh, it's just a coincidence. That's the year he started uh, playing for a show I was in, and he was—he would have been 17 or 18 at the time, and he was at Juilliard. Mm-hmm. So just a coincidence. But anyway, um, getting back to that, yes, and having um, that kind of emotional experience um, is uh, an influence, I assume, on your art and your music. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, in a certain way, I think that that it, it seeps in. But basically, I feel that the the two arts, although all arts have a you know a spiritual affinity, uh, I always kept them separate. In fact, for much too long, I kept my painting part of me um, as a hermit. Really, I didn't tell anyone. I didn't have that many shows. <laughs> And it was like very personal, and I of course was very busy as a, a music director of WNCN. Also on Tuesdays, I taught at Manhattan School of Music, a great school, and uh, and Juilliard was a, a tremendous experience for 35 years. So uh, wow, yeah, I would even. Well, make let's talk about you keeping it separate. You kept it separate, David. When you say yeah. keeping it separate, because I personally feel that art and music do go well together that uh, yeah, a lot of artists do play certain music when they're painting. Do you do any of that? Do you play never, certain music never, while you're painting? Uh, never. A you lot keep of paint- it separate. A lot of, <laughs> yeah. A lot of painters have told me uh, that they listen to my radio show or or the station that I uh, was music director, program director of, and they always had the, uh, to their painting, they always had music. And I said, well, you get rid of that, please. Whoever I was talking to, I said, the two have really do not mix, believe me. You don't want, you don't need to hear. That's a, that's some strange crutch because the creative principle, the creative, uh, the eros in you does not want to have other, another art interfere with you. In fact, when I even go to a museum, uh, I seldom look at the modern paintings. I don't want any influence at all because it's just like if you, you had perfect pitch, and your teacher says, play it like this. Well, you do it automatically. You become an automaton. So every painting in this day and age, to me, has a, a, a and there are many of them are abstract, and they, they have a, a, a look of, oh, my goodness, didn't, didn't Rauschenberg do that? Didn't Pollock do that? Yeah, they were influenced. And to me, being influenced negates the work. So I say stay away really? from music, stay away from reading, stay away from chocolates. Just do that because <laughs> it's a it's a real ecstasy to just have that paper. It looks at you, and you know it doesn't look at you until the unconscious, which is the thing that most people do not trust because they don't understand. And it. you you yeah. have <laughs> over um, five hundred paintings. Is that correct? Oh, at least about well, today alone. I will have uh, um, an assistant come. Uh, and we're cataloging volume two of the selected paintings and drawings because uh, there's so many others that I want in, 
And, of course, I, I, I don't want to die without someone knowing that I did this. So it's, it's been selling quite well all over the place. And, um, I understand that. And where can they, where can they uh, uh, first off, let's tell them where they can get the book. Say the title of Amazon, the book again and where can they get it? Uh, they can get it anytime at Amazon.com. It's amazing how fast it comes. It just, you know, they, oh, yes. they just, you, I mean, someone that, in Melbourne. I want to say the title. Selected Paintings and Drawings. Said to me, they, yeah. Oh, my God, Sorry, I got I your book. It only, took, it only took 40 hours. I mean, it, what a crazy world we have. Here we have a world well, at war, 20 wars, a technology uh, that's no doubt first rate in any way, and yet it's used all so badly. What a shame. What a shame. It, it's still amazing. For 59 cents, you can write something down, put it in an envelope, and it goes across the, the world. You know, It's an amazing mm-hmm. technology. Can I ask you about your paintings now? W- what medium are they? Are they watercolor? Uh, they're they're uh, well, okay. there's, there's watercolors. Uh, usually I use a certain kind of very brilliant watercolor that uh, is in a bottle. There's always oil paints, which is always the most serious of all uh, the media you can use. The, the uh, oil is your, your great, you know, it's like a, writing a symphony. When you have an oil painting, that's very serious. Uh, a sketch, mm. not so. But one of the things I, I love, which is almost a diary of my unconscious, is my line drawings. And in the book, you, you know, there are plenty of them. In the next one, volume two, you'll have many more. Because I think that these line drawings are not imitative of, as they always say, oh, yes, line drawings, Matisse, Picasso, um, uh, <laughs> Noah. I, I said if any of them look like Matisse or Picasso, throw them away, please. Uh, <laughs> no, the, the, the imitative when did you start painting? Five when years did you old. start? When, five. five years old. Tell me about that. Yeah. Well, uh, I had an uncle who just happened to give me some colored pencils, and there was no musical family or no artistic family. They were not uh, at all into that as many many people aren't, unfortunately. And uh, I, I have this paper in front of me, and I start, I start using it, and I, I see that this is so pleasurable. And in the, in the book, I have a personal statement in the beginning, which gives the whole like, history of if very little on music in it at all. It's just totally about me with the, with the art of painting and drawing. And so that, I think it was a, it's a good statement. It will tell you everything and how I first went to the Cleveland Museum when my mother took me and uh, how I was stunned by seeing other painters there. I'm just a child. I'm watching them copy masterpieces from the wall. And I said to myself, this must be an important thing. I mean, so, so I, was, I was enchanted <laughs> with it. And then uh, I got a little book. Same uncle gave me a little book that had master drawings from all over the world, um, uh, greatest drawings, and I started copying them with a real passion. And that copying is your only real art school. There is no other. I mean, yeah, you can go to, you can get a degree. I was offered several scholarships for for my, uh, to, to go to art school. But what you must do and what is not done is 
you must copy the old masters. Angra, the, the really? painter, was, yeah, he was in um, the the um, Louvre, and someone said, "But you, the great Angra, you are you are copying." He says, "Yes, I am still learning," and that's the truth. Wow. That's how you learn. Whenever I, I I feel like it, because there's always an urge to to um, put yourself into into someone else's work. I never copy it literally, but it's pretty literal. Mm-hmm. And when it's over with, I have the great that great moment where I know it's not an original work, but it is so fulfilling to see where you can get get something complete. And it is uh, it, it's amazing to me because uh, that's what will train the eye right down to. And that's what is not done at all today. They just, you know, put on paint and they think, oh, this is a great self-expression. Wow. Well, a monkey can do an abstract, and I've seen some very good ones. And, uh, <laughs> but, but, uh, but, well, it's a, but not a monkey. Yeah, I'm looking at some of your, your pictures, your paintings, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. art here, and I noticed that uh, you, you do uh, portraits as well, or interpretation portraits, I would call them. Yes, yes, uh, I, I, I love the human. The human face is incredible to me. Really is. But what do you Sometimes like so I'm, much about? What do you like? Well, the human face about is it. our real, our real identity, and each face is as different as it can be. So, let's say I'm on a subway, I can really be in danger in a sense because all of a sudden I see this this person could be any you know sex, it could be an old man, a young woman, whatever, and I'm. I'm so into looking at that that I'm, oh, my God, that person, if she looks up, she's going to think, you know, I'm, I'm encroaching on her. So I have to be careful because I'm so intense yeah. in looking at every feature. In my mind, I'm, I'm actually drawing them. And when I will get home or a month later or a year later, something of that face will come out in my uh, drawing. Wow. Uh, to me, it's, it's a very great interesting. adventure. Yeah, oh, it, 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 it must is. give you a lot of joy, a lot of joy to do that. How, can I ask you as an artist, how do you know when your painting is finished? These are fabulous questions you're asking me. Uh, Picasso said it very well. There is no painting that is finished. Oh, See, it's so, really? Yeah, and here's another good story about that. Uh, Whistler was painting, and he had uh, um, someone that said, uh, wow, this is this is." A, a marvelous painting, and uh, he said, "Yeah, it's it's not really marvelous. I've I've overworked it. The painter should have," he said, Whistler, the great American painter, should have someone standing there with a revolver, who, whenever you start overworking something, just shoot me. And <laughs> over overworking is is, I think, worse than painting incomplete and when I say incomplete you may think it was done but two years later you will say oh my god I, I want to do another stroke there or another line oh wow so that's what I, do you do that how long does it take on average for you to complete a work um you know there never is a time limit I did a collage the first time I ever really did a, a, a collage with cutting outs and things like that and pasting and I love it and this one took me three months. That was like, what? I'm not used to that. Usually I don't like to not finish something uh, on, the, on the very day I do it. 
there may be some work the next day or, you know, a year later I will do that stroke. But um, uh, the, the thrill of it is to get it over with because, again, the, the unconscious wants that out. It's not a product. It, it, it's, a, it's an effusion. Uh, you could say even a, a poetic effusion, even if, if it may be ugly or an abstract. And, and it needs to be as complete as possible. For me, there are other people, and especially with, you know, portraits, uh, if you wanted to sit for me, I could certainly do uh, a, a good likeness of you, and that would take several times, and then I would work on it, and it would it would take you to maybe months, who knows? But that doesn't attract me as the as the line drawings. They're so swift; they have a life of their own, and maybe this is why I never really pushed them hard. Uh, I, I it, it, they were always for me. Music is uh, my teaching, my playing, my uh, radio broadcast, all of that. That's very public. I have a, um, a thing called David Duball, uh, Piano Evenings with David Duball every Tuesday at some church at 71st Street. And uh, former students come to that and we, we, they play and I talk about music. They sign up. The semester is over right now, but I surely would love you to be a guest when it begins again in February. I think you'd enjoy hearing. Oh these. yes, and uh, is this is this the one that's called Piano Evenings with David Duvall at Grace yes, and St. Paul's is, Church? Yes, one. It's at Grace and St. Paul's Church, one two three. Uh-huh. Easy yes. to remember, Seventy First Street in New York City, and that's Tuesdays at from five thirty to seven, and that'll begin again in 30, February. Five thirty to seven thirty. Yeah, and that's seven thirty. Uh, okay, that's so gratifying. I mean, because these are many of my former students, or. Uh, middle-aged pianists, or even we had this guy that just defected from uh, Russia, this 88-year-old guy who is, uh, I forget his name right now, he played, uh, and he was incredible. I mean, there was not even a wrong note in the 30 minutes he played of the different things. So he had gotten a lot of publicity lately because he uh, he was uh, very much against uh, the war that's going on. So somehow you know, he's here and he has You know, something interesting about you, Dave, David, there's something interesting uh, that comes to mind as I'm talking to you. First off, I love your exuberance. I love your passion. You really, I feel like well, I, I, I could see you as a young child t- telling me, Mom, mm-hmm. I, this color, I just discovered this amazing color. And it's just like your exuberance for your art. And I like that you some things you do for others and some things you're just doing for yourself. And now, but you, now you're, you're, you're sharing this in your book. So yeah. that is the other thing. You're, you're sharing this, uh, selected paintings and drawings of David Duval, and it's on Amazon, so you can get it there. But uh, you're also an authority on classical music. And what came to my mind, the painting in my mind, was seeing you write music in between the lines and then seeing the notes. And then I said, when you started to talk about line drawings, I felt mm-hmm. like a connection there that your your mm-hmm. mind, when, as you say, you have that ability. I not many people do to switch off and become one focused, and I see that in in your exuberance about people's faces and seeing things. It's it's a musical mind, in my opinion. It's a musical mind, even though no, you're not. No, you're not. You're not far paint. off. Uh, it, it it does stem from a a, a creative musical mind who translates um, into paintings the the things that he, he loves. So uh, you're not wrong, and 
and I love your exuberance too because you have a wonderful critical mind, Nancy. Oh, thank and you. So yeah, what I what I try to do is, in fact, every everything I do, I very seldom tear anything up, and when I do, it's wow. like. I don't want to know it. I don't want to see it again when I've made that decision or to throw out a, a, a painting. But I always, right now, I'm going to be working on some very big ones. I haven't, they're all, wow. I have big paintings, but th- these are going to be very large. And I don't even and know have, how Have you had a showing here. yet in New York? Have you had a oh, showing? Oh, yes. I, ha- I had a showing uh, in um, a couple of years ago in Amsterdam Avenue there was a, a gallery that uh, showed me and another person. And then I had a one-man show in in uh, Tribeca a few years ago where I had about 150 on the wall. And then at an um, art center in New Jersey, uh, almost 200 pieces, just me. And uh, I wish I could tell you that I, was, I, I All I, I can think it. of is, how big is your apartment? How big is your uh, house seven, you have all these paintings? 73 rooms, 73 rooms. <laughs> 41 bathrooms. (laughs) You live in a castle. It's not, you know what, it's not big enough. With the books I have and the paintings and the recordings to do my show and so forth and the scripts. You you are such an imagery in my mind. You're such an imagery about, I just have visions of you going from room to room. You have to get out of this room. I need the light. You know, um, I just have... Well, you know, that's um, interesting (laughs) Because I paint all the time Good. in a specific room, I I don't know what it will be, but you know I could I could put it on the floor and do it. I could put it on a a bench. I can do it. I could put it on my easel and do it. And it, it all it always finds the way of what I'm after. I'm always amazed at myself without understanding myself. You know what I mean? Yes, it's it's mm-hmm. it's so wonderful. I mean, uh, you 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 have you're an authority on on classical music. That's that's one that I know. But to move from, mm-hmm. okay, I've mastered this, now I'm moving to what gives me pleasure. I've done this with most of my life. Now this, uh, my art is what's giving me pleasure, and uh, this is what I'm going to do. Uh, so is there anywhere where they can get your art or purchase your art? You know, uh, they could buy anything they wanted. I used to never, <laughs> give, and I, I've never given anything away in my life. That was a rule since I was a kid. But um, uh, I would love to sell them now because I have so many. I want people to own them, and I'm, I'm sure that they're well, that I won't miss them you? because can, you know I, I, you I, I you think want... I, I think I'm on Instagram. I must tell you, Nancy, I'm I'm a medieval man. I'm free industrial. Every machine. You are in, on Instagram. Me. I know you're on Instagram. <laughs> I think, oh, I I think oh, I'm yeah, following okay. you. <laughs> okay, you are. I haven't Instagram, opened it so. up. Oh, I know okay. that, you know, uh, one could, one, my, my, what do you call it? My, my, uh, uh, number, the, the thing you call, uh, David Duval Society at gmail.com. And anyone that wants to get in touch with me can, can write me there. And I can certainly show them the paintings or they could come over if they live in New York, things like that. But yeah, no, I would like to get actually, rid of them. And I think that after I die, they will have a very, very important work. Of course, that's my ego speaking, Nancy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I want to be uh, sure on that. Oh, it's okay. I, I have you. Actually, somebody just texted it in. Okay, hold on, and I'm going to repeat it for everyone. Okay. It's at 
David Duval Arts. David Duval Arts on Instagram if you want to follow him there. And um, so check that out as well. And also, I want to, I don't want to, you have so much that you're doing. I don't know how you're doing everything. Let's see. I have here the, every Wednesday at 10 p.m., you're on. Oh, yes, uh, my radio, radio show, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, please mention that. WQXR, it's called Reflections from the Keyboard. And also, unfortunately, exactly at 10 o'clock is my show from uh, Princeton, New Jersey, called The Piano Matters. And both of those, though, are uh, repeated on Sunday. The QXR, which is, you know, the great New York station, that is uh, uh, 10 o'clock on uh, Wednesday, but it's repeated at 10 p.m. on Sunday. And the WWFM is repeated uh, from 10 o'clock on uh, Wednesday also, but to Sunday noon. So it's easy to hear the programs. Many, many listeners listen to all four because I think they're very subtly uh, programmed. There's about seven or ten pianists, and I talk about the music. I give quotes from Voltaire and all of that stuff, and it's, you know, it's a lot of fun, and I've been on, I would say I'm, I've been on radio longer than you're alive. But, you know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, that's, that's a good thing. Well, longer than, than I've been doing my radio show, that's for sure. It's at David Duball Arts on Instagram, David Duball Arts. D-U-B-A-L. I hope I'm pronouncing your name right, am I? Yes, David. What do you David pronounce Duval. And Okay, David, good. And the, the um, what do you call the email? It's David Duval Society, one word. David uh, Duval Society. Yeah, at gmail.com. I had to have that society because there was someone that was stalking me, believe it or not, who bought up every website in the world with that they could, and I I didn't know what, what I was going to call myself, so I said David Duval Society. Oh, story wow. that. Yeah. Someone went after well, Yeah, they do that. They're, they're pirates out there. A, <laughs> yeah, sometimes when you're a teacher or uh, your voice is known uh, on radio, sometimes you could really not be happy with people. <laughs> oh, I guess. You know what I mean. yeah. Yes, and where else? Uh, please, let's just go over where people can listen to you again. Uh, they could listen to me at 10 o'clock on Wednesday night on WQXR, um, 105.9, and also at uh, 10 o'clock on WWFM, which is a New Jersey station, which all of them, of course, have .org. So they go all over the world. It's unbelievable that, you know, I can have a radio show in in New York City and someone in London, you know, nine hours later hears it also, or Paris. So a lot of fans yes, all over the world because there's a lot of piano and, lovers. And and yes, WQXR. Well, and WWFM. And WWFM. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Two stations. You're everywhere. I don't know. Plus, you're performing again live Tuesdays from 530 to 730, Piano Evenings with David Duvall at Grace and St. Paul's Church, 123 West 71st Street. So that you can yeah. that people can follow you on Instagram at David Duval Arts, and check you out there. And uh, I can't believe how it, we're down to our last – you're so interesting. <laughs> but we're down to our last two minutes. Is there anything or words of inspiration you want to add to this show? No, I Probably just want people- to say that I want to get published <laughs> my magnum opus on the piano, which is my first love, which has never never left me. The piano is, is 
I'll, when I leave you today, I will go to the piano and practice. Um, it's like uh, it's it's heaven. It's my uh, my greatest friend in the, in a certain way. Oh. Of course, it's not a person, but it 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 sustained me all my life. And so I'm don't very grateful for the piano. Don't tell your paintbrushes. <laughs> no, they, don't, I'm not don't afraid let of them anything. Know. Okay. <laughs> You're not. I won't You're quite the amazing, amazing individual. And so the book is available on Amazon. I'm going to repeat it again. It's Selected Paintings and Drawings of David Duball. It's on Amazon. It comes very quickly. And it's a great idea, actually. Why don't you give someone the art for the holidays? That's a great gift idea, David. Uh, I the did. Art of I, art there. I got about 25 of them to give, give as presents. Oh, that's that's terrific. But I'm telling people who are listening to go to Amazon to see the selected paintings and drawings of David Duball and order it as a gift for people. Oh, the that gift would of be art. I, I told my my class to do that. I tell even on my radio show, which is of course it's it's not a commercial station, you know, anymore. And there's there's no classical music on, on commercial stations, so I always no. have to be careful. You you can't say uh, go to Barnes and Noble or something, you know, or Amazon.com, but I I say please buy this and buy all my books on the piano and buy the Essential Canon, oh. which has been in print for 20 years. And for, also, for our um, follow, if you follow him on Instagram, you'll see any of his upcoming events. So go to at David Duval Arts on Instagram and check him out. David, we're down to the last 23 seconds. I want to thank you for being a wonderful guest today. I learned so much, and uh, you inspire me to order some paints now. But hey, good. <laughs> to get cracking good. on this. That so thank you, David, for being a guest today. <laughs> Nancy, th- thanks for having me, and it was great fun. All right. You have a good day Bye. now, and thanks for being on What's the Buzz New York. You rock. Okay. You rock. <laughs> Big you kiss. rock. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye.